Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Come on out to Florida Wrestling Dystopia this Saturday. Witness the premier wrestling talent in the South. Half-price tickets to anyone who promises they'll never set foot in the DWL Dome again. The Duffy Wrestling League is done. Dystopia is the new breed. Dystopia! We're joined by the hole. <laughs> it's, it's the best name in wrestling. The whole and I do you not know Luke because it's it's funny because you were you've joined us on Desert Island Graps for Cultaholic a, a short while ago and m- me and my good lady have been watching heels and uh, I there's a there's a genuine pop every time you come on screen like I appreciate it it's Luke that's basically but, what I do that's Luke and, and, and as selfish as I am and as egotistical as I am and I love to hear about myself and have people put me <laughs> over and talk really well about me I gotta know though. You've been watching the show. What is your honest opinion on the show as a whole? And what's some of your favorite things? Genuinely, I think it is, it's my favorite wrestling series. And I watched all of Glow. All I love is that it, 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 it gives non-wrestling fans the details about what's going on, but does it in a way that isn't a bit corny and a bit crap. And it right. does. And, and it, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't kill wrestling. It's no. like, it, it just gives you a, um, what's the best word? An obvious explanation of insight on wrestling business. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Without like damaging or speaking down or like hurting products where you've seen before where people would say, there's been some of these shows, not, and I don't mean like drama shows. This is a drama television show. It's a little different. But people have done things on camera so to speak, just to get on camera or to say, tell people what they think they want to hear, what they think they already know. And what they would do is potentially harm wrestling even more because just to get a little spotlight, you know? So uh, I'm a firm believer in protecting wrestling because let's be honest, we know wrestling's entertainment, but it's always had that stigma of being fake, which it's not, you know, it's entertainment, but it's not fake. And, And every wrestling's different, but they're, it's a really, really tough sport that I don't think gets the credit that it deserves for how tough it is. So I'm very protective over it. And I'd like to see what we do is magic, you know, especially um, some more than others. And I want to protect it at all costs because you just don't, you don't see David Copperfield, uh, 
you know, telling you how he made the, the Statue of Liberty disappear. So, like, we obviously know, like, that Statue of Liberty didn't disappear, but you don't question, you question how the hell he did that, right? You go, how the hell did this guy do that? You don't go, oh, that's all, that's all crap. That's all BS. So, you know, I'm a firm believer in protecting wrestling and protecting the investment in the entertainment and not just saying one thing just to, you know, get on camera real quick or just to tell people what they think they already know. Like, let's, let's help people out. Let's help people understand wrestling and let's move forward and let's show people how hard we actually work behind the scenes in wrestling, not just the, you know, the, the five to 10 to 20 to 30 minute matches. Let's protect it. I think to go back to, to, to the question you asked me, which was like, honestly, what I thought of it. And, 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 I, and I really enjoyed it. I really loved the portrayal. And, and as you say, how it, it let you in, but not in too much. But then I think the, the real bellwether in our house is my good lady who watched it with me. And she's a non-wrestling fan. That's what was going to be my next question. I was like, I was turning this into me interviewing you, actually. So I was going to say, you just mentioned you watched it with your lady. Is she a wrestler? I mean, you're a wrestling fan. You know, my, my woman's not a wrestling fan. She's never watched wrestling in her life. Uh, I mean, she's seen it, but she's never, like, sat down and watched it. She doesn't understand it. But she loved heels. She really got into heels. She really related to heels. And she actually really related to, I mean, it's my life story. Let's be honest. It wasn't written about Luke Hawks, but it's my life story. It's my life. When I, when I want to describe my life to somebody who may not understand, I would tell you to watch heels and specifically once you get into it and you kind of understand a little more, not, not turn on episode six, but watch the other ones first. So you have an idea when you watch episode six and the struggles of Jack Spade, you're going to see the struggles of Luke Hawks. Very true. I like that. I think as well, it's it's the it's the stuff about the industry that isn't talked about so much. Like like a big part of it is is you're on the other side of the fence for all of this. You're you're you're, you're the whole is is part of this Gully's team up against the DWF, and there's all these barbs thrown back and forth. And, and Alex says to me, she says, "Yeah, that's that that this is like over egg." I was like, "Oh no, no, this a, a level like this, this does happen." <laughs> like this you ask most wrestlers, yeah, yeah. this is how I it mean, goes. I mean- I mean, like most indie promoters don't have helicopters and stuff, but <laughs> but, yeah. but like, but that's the thing is like, I, like I read some comments online. And you're like, yeah, right. This indie promoter here's a helicopter. And you're like, did you even watch the show? Like, he's not, he's not a millionaire from freaking FWD. He's a millionaire because he owns all. He owns a vape shop. He owns uh, the the bait shop. He owns like all these different businesses where he he makes his money from. And and is is FWD successful? Yes, it is. It's the hottest league on the come up because of what they do. It's blood and gore. And but the, the backstory to, to Gully is he doesn't really care about his competitors and his athletes, his wrestlers. What he cares about is popping the crowd in the next big thing to get some internet shine or something. So um, he's very much like a Playboy millionaire, and and yes, he happens yes. to have like a toy that is a wrestling company as opposed yes. to a wrestling promoter that got rich off of. Um, it was TNA wrestling for wrestling and, fans. And, got and, a little nod, nod to that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I could, uh, you know, there's promoters like that or were promoters like that. And I could talk about them, but I, I'd rather not give them the credit. No, so. no, not at all. Not at all. There's no point in doing it, but it's, but it's, but that's the story with it there. Um, how did, how did you get involved in this thing? Cause when we spoke a few months ago, um, it was, I was speaking to yourself and Nick Mondo and you were both involved on the set and you were working with some of the stunts, but how did you end up getting involved in heels to begin with? Remind us. Well, I hired Nick. So let's just, you know, I'll put that out there. I was the wrestling coordinator 
uh, as long as, as well as an actor on the show, but the, you know, the action, that was my deal. So anything involving wrestling from, from, you know, I, I've read the scripts, I, the breakdowns from each character, you know, I had a hand in on literally everything involved in the show that was wrestling related. You know, I'm not, I'm not in on the dialogue of the actors, so to speak, but if, if they're talking wrestling, I'm involved in it. So that was my job was to bring the authenticity to the project because they know my background and my film background and my, you know, like I, I'm, I'm a coordinator. That's what I do. I'm, I'm a performer, but I'm also a coordinator. So when the project was initially picked up, you know, there was talks about having me involved and, and it, it just, it, it got drug out because of COVID and things of that nature. And we started, I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I've talked about it on other shows and other things, but, but, you know, we were initially were supposed to start in March of 2020. Um, we had a start date. Everything was good to go. COVID hits. Hey, it's pushed off indefinitely. We don't, because the world shut down. Nobody knew when the world was going to open back up. You know, it turned into a couple of weeks to a couple of months to, you know, a long ass time. And all of a sudden, um, long story short, out the blue towards the end of July, I get a call and was like, hey, we're starting up in two weeks. You need to be out here in two weeks. So I was like, oh, really? Okay. My life changes in two weeks. So I had a two week notice to, you know, literally change my life around and move out of my house and do the, you know, and set up a new place to live and all that stuff and move across country. And uh, it's, it, that's pretty much how it happened. So, so yeah. So day to day then on the set, you've moved your life to go and be a part of heels and you're the wrestling coordinator. So, so what were some of the things that you were doing on set then as in that role? <sighs> You know, like I said, I have to dissect pretty much everything that involves wrestling, um, change change things around, you know, because like everybody has their perceptions of what wrestling is or what they think it is and how the business goes. So I'd have to look at things and go, oh, I would change this. Let's do this. Let's do that. Uh, but, but mainly just focusing on making sure the actors have a good idea of what their position should be involved in the ring, making sure they're safe putting together all the choreography for the matches, uh, hiring the wrestlers like Nick and several other guys. I mean, I've probably hired over 30 guys on that show, which was cool to give a lot of guys opportunities, especially in the time of need, which was COVID, when nothing else was going on. So I'm really blessed to uh, that I was able to provide opportunities for a lot of hardworking guys, especially my Wildcat guys, who I feel don't get enough credit. Because uh, Wildcat Sports is – one of the best wrestling schools in the nation, one of the best uh, wrestling promotions in the country. And it's just very good, but I don't feel that we get the credit we deserve because we're in New Orleans, Louisiana, which is not obviously a wrestling hotbed. There's not a lot of um, internet reporters here who report on this. There's not a lot of people who cover our show. And I'm not that guy who's good at, you know, kissing butt to internet reporters and just sending in my stuff and, adding them on Facebook and be like, Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Your kids look great. You know, I've never met you before, but let me suck up to you just so you can write a little article about me. So, and, and I know that's the game nowadays. It's a little frustrating. I just, I believe that if you work hard and you put out a good product, then the rest will come, you know? And, and like I said, uh, I get a little hot about this. I've, I've complained about this several times in the past, but I mean, our last show, well, our last show before COVID shut down was the free show at the mall that my son jumped off and went super viral. Everybody's seen that. But our last show before that, 
had 2,400 people at. And I mean, not a peep from the internet. Only one that covered it was Mike Johnson from PW Insider. He actually flew down for the show and he came from New York. So that goes to show you the kind of reporter he is. Um, but, you know, on average, like, I mean, other websites, you're like, really? Tell me another independent wrestling organization that's packing out an arena, right? And, and, and having all this talent and having these guys. So, and I know that sounds, I, I, it sounds like I'm tooting my horn, but I am. I, I would have been around 10 years. That was our eight year anniversary. And, you know, we've been kind of on hold because of COVID. But uh, you were up and running again, and, and things are going well. We're building, and heels obviously is going to help out with all that stuff. But it's just I want to get those eyes on my guys because they're so good. You know, you take the Matt Lancies and the Blue Kudals and the Wild Card Chase Paints. My son PJ Hawks. Look at all the uh, publicity he's getting as of recently. You know, he's on heels. He plays Denny the Ref in the series. You know, he's with NWA. He's tearing it up over there. So I just really want to focus on putting eyes on my guys because they work so damn hard and they're so damn talented quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 50 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. These guys have put years and years and years in. They're not fly-by-night guys. I just want to get those guys the opportunities that they deserve and that they work for. When when you and I hang up the call today, uh, my next call is, funny enough, with with Jay Spade. We're going to be talking to, to him because he was the stunt rooster, essentially. He- he was <laughs> and 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 it's like you say how it's this it's you giving back through wildcat and you know someone like jay spade when we last spoke you said he's a guy that you need to watch because he's somebody that's on the up and up and and there he is on twitter talking going to the uh the the the, the, the press night for for heels and and being in that situation it must feel really good to be able to to give back to your guys through well, of heels. course of course it does, because it's a great opportunity for those guys. They make really good money doing it, you know, and they all have financial responsibilities and families and this and that. So it, it's that's what the business is about. Right. We provide opportunities for each other. We help each other. We scratch each other's backs. But it's for those that earn it. You know, I, I often see too many guys who 
you know, they want it quick. They don't want to put the time in. I'm a firm believer of putting your time in, paying your dues and working your way up the ladder. Um, because it's just like, again, I, I just mentioned this. What frustrates me is these guys who think they have a social media and people tell them they're great on social media, but they don't buy tickets to shows to see these guys. So they think, oh, well, I'm really great because, you know, 10 people on Facebook tell me how good I am. And you're like, <laughs> did you watch did you watch your matches do you watch your matches do you do you compare your matches to other people's matches who are really good you well, did you just post a nice picture that people click like on <laughs> yes yes and that's this big big misconception with with our modern reality uh, some of the names involved in, in heels, uh, there's there's some some great acting sorts in there, like Chris Bauer, who's got uh, a wrestling background in his own that we've discovered. You know, he's oh, been of PWG God. and quintessential. He loves it, doesn't he? Yes, Chris Bauer, massive wrestling fan, promoted a couple wrestling shows, uh, really respects the sport, and you know, he, and I mean, acting. <laughs> Have you seen Chris Bauer act? The guy's a, a legend. He's phenomenal. Anything he's done, The Wire, uh, True Blood, the, I always forget the name of the Denzel movie that just came out. But he's got so much. I mean, he's got a resume a mile long. But so damn good. And by far, I'm biased. So I'm biased towards this. But Wild Bill is probably my favorite character. Wild on Bill's television. brilliant. He's just oh, great. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's so Good. Wild Bill's right up there with Kenny Powers, baby. <laughs> but I love it. But what I love as well, when when we spoke the other day, Chris and I, and he was he was sort of going. He almost went very. He almost went overly far to stress like how much he respects wrestling. And I know that that would have been something that he had already. But I know that that's something that would have been Wait. drummed into from yourself as well. You you guys interview Chris. I just yeah, yeah. I just spoke to him on Friday. I spoke to him on Friday. Awesome. He was Hell great. yeah. He was brilliant. Yeah. He was, he was, he was just, he's even said to me, like, I don't really do these very often, but I've got a good feeling about you. So I was like, oh, brilliant. Let's do it. So we had a great chat. He, he booked, it's amazing. I'll send you the link. He booked a triangle ladder match between uh, Wild Bill, uh, Frank from The Wire, and Andy <laughs> from True Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Who came out on top? Uh, oh, no, well, Bill. Me, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna oh, listen. Okay. Well, Bob and Bill may not have done. <laughs> We've covered it. It's fine. It's fine. But did you find that there was anybody who came into that show who wasn't really a wrestling fan? Because some of them come in because it's an acting gig and they're going to come and do the acting gig. Was there any that came in and just fell in love with the craft? Did you convert any wrestling people while you I mean, were there? I, I would. I would say majority of them. They were all respectful of it. But, you know, they, they didn't grow up as wrestling fans. Like, they, you know, they, um, you know, obviously James came from the NFL. Most of them were actors. Uh, Alan, who plays Rooster, phenomenal actor. I, and they've watched wrestling. They probably watched it more when they were kids. But it, they didn't really follow the sport. Steven's a wrestling fan. Steven's mm. a wrestling encyclopedia. He knows. He watches everything. He knows everything from, from time. Excuse me. The time he was a young child. So that was really cool with, with, uh, cause I didn't know that I, I, I just, I thought he was like just a casual athletic, you know, um, 
actor who can do things and was a fan and maybe, you know, wanted to get involved some kind of way because he had that pull because of his, his, who he is. But I come to find out that he was a massive wrestling fan and he followed me down to a T. So we went to his house to watch Royal Rumble. And no, I'm sorry. We went to his house to watch a football game, which ended at like 10 o'clock at night. Maybe it was like Monday night football or Sunday night football or something. And then he goes, Hey, let's watch the 93 Royal Rumble after this. You know what I mean? So we sit there and I'm like, what you know about that? And he's like, oh, <laughs> you know, he just, hey, and he tells you everybody who comes out, what number they come out, you know, who, like how long they're in it. So I'm like, now you really just like, I respect those guys, right? I respect them because they're, they're masters of their craft, they're hard workers. And, but then now my respect just went from a high level to like, <laughs> shoots through the roof. <laughs> because now you're showing me that what I've put my life into, you take seriously, right? And, and just like, like me, I, I, you know, I'm a stuntman, I'm an actor, but I didn't just like most of these people are, are all, especially the ones who want to get in business from wrestling. They're like, oh, yeah, want to get in the film business, bro. Hook me up. I want to always want, want to be a stuntman. I want to be an actor. I want to do this. And you go, so hook you up. You want to get into the business, hook you up. You're not trying to go to acting lessons. You're not trying to go to stunt school. You're not trying to pay your dues and get in. You want to be hooked up. I get it. Everybody else does too. Steven wasn't like that. Steven like was showing the respect for wrestling. You know, although like he didn't go to a wrestling school, like the dude ain't afraid to put the work in. And none of them were. Xander, oh my God. Alexander Ludwig. So, so, so talented. I he mean, looks like he would have been, he looks like the sort of guy that he plays, which is a guy on a local circuit that's going to get snapped up. Like he looks yeah. and carries himself like it. It's unreal. And he, dude, and he works so hard. And his time was like this, like he was so pressed and crunched for time. I don't know how he did it because, I mean, he's a lead, right? All of them were leads. Chris, Kelly, Steven. They all had these extremely busy schedules, but nobody was busier than Steven and Zane. So the fact that these guys had to make the time to work out, study, do table reads, act, do, you know, it just and then train for the script as well, it was overwhelming. So it, it's like you, you cannot do anything but give these guys 100% of credit for how hard they worked and how much heart and ability that they put into the project. And I, I like from the bottom of my heart, I got emotional talking to Steven and Sandra the other day because uh, we were in Atlanta together and I actually broke down crying because I was like, man, I just really respect what you put into it. Like, I don't see that often. And, you know, people, there's actors who really, you know, go into character and, and they, they, they prep themselves for these roles and they turn into, they transition into these characters. Like, but I think this was so hard to do, you know, like, I think they, I think that they had such a busy schedule that they really went above and beyond to make sure they did the best job possible. So respect to the highest. Amazing. Um, we know that you you have a schedule that you're cutting as well, so I don't want to keep you too long from it. But where where can people see you next? You popped up at NWA. You've got to stop popping me in my own house, Luke. 
you've got to stop popping me in my own house because I was watching the NWA well, pay-per-view and there you are in the Battle Royal. I'm like, for goodness Yeah, sake. so I, I, I'm with NWA. Me and PJ Hawks, Hawks area are with uh, NWA, which I love. NWA, I think, is a great promotion. I think that Billy Corgan and the whole staff there are doing a phenomenal job of, you know, mixing in, not only building and creating their own talent, but using guys who have been around for a long time and, and, and you know, using those minds and just having them be active in wrestling. There's so much to offer. I, I really like what they do because they're not the typical wrestling product, so to speak. I think they have a little bit of everything for everyone. And I really dig how they just promote their guys and the things they do for their guys. So, yeah, I really enjoy being with NWA. And honestly, I really don't want to be anywhere else because the schedule is perfect for me. I can still do all my films. Um, my son can do his films. You know, it, 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 he's been really busy. It's just, it's really nice to be someplace where they show appreciation and value, not only for the wrestlers, but for the product itself. You know, it's not just like, oh, yeah, we're the greatest thing ever. You know, you do what I tell you. It's like they are open to whatever makes the project and the product better. So I think it's another one of those situations where in the, the locker room's pretty tight. Like everybody that comes in meshes well. So I think everybody's in it, you know, we're in it to win it. They're all in it together. They're all in it to win together. And, and nobody's really selfish. So that's one thing that I really, really dig about NWA. Where can people find you? And more importantly as well, almost more importantly, where can people find uh, Wildcat Sports next show? What are we doing? Yeah. So we got hit with a hurricane. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yes, um, I did hear. Yes. We, we had Hurricane Ida um, in, in August. And our return show for Wildcat Sports was the end of July, July 30th, July 31st. I don't remember off the top of my head. A couple of weeks later, Hurricane Ida hits, messes up our building, you know, completely destroys our community here. And so right now we're kind of on the ropes. You know, we're not out. We're down right now. I'll be honest, we're down right now. And I hate saying that. It's just we're not in a position to run live events because our community's hurting. Mm. So you got hundreds of thousands of houses here that still don't have roofs on them. It, I mean, it, it, you know, when Katrina came through, the flooding was terrible. This did more damage to Katrina, but wind, wind damage, wind and rain damage. So we didn't really have the flooding that we had with Katrina, but we had way more wind damage. So a lot of people lost their homes. A lot of people are struggling financially. A lot of people, you know, and then you add COVID on top of that, right? And all these restrictions and all that BS. It's, it's you know, um, Southeast Louisiana is currently not in a good state. They're fighting just to stay alive. And how, how can it, we it, help? How can we help your community then? That seems like the more pressing question. What can you, we do? You know, people ask, and I, I just don't have an answer because I, I'm not – I'm not a believer in giving in to these big corporations that like, you know, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with some of them, but I don't think all the funds get appropriately used. And um, I, so I, I would say if you know somebody personally who's going through the struggles in South, Southeast Louisiana, reach out to them personally and see if there's anything that people can do. That's my best answer. And I know a lot of people probably don't know a lot of people in Southeast Louisiana, but, you know, there, there are, you know, and there's, there, there are organizations. I'll tell you one that I know that's a great organization. It's a big organization. But I was going to say, if you're going to support anything, I grew up in a boy's home. So I grew up in a boy's home called Boy's Town. And I know they got several homes around the Louisiana area. They're based in um, Omaha, Nebraska, though. 
So during that time, you know, some of their homes locally got damaged. All the kids had to go to Omaha, Nebraska. I don't know if they're back yet. I haven't been in touch since since uh, about probably for about a month now. So last I spoke to them, they were still in Omaha, Nebraska. But if, if you're looking to give to a, a charity that I know will go to the right place, I would highly recommend giving to Boys Town. Um, more, more, specific, more specifically, if I can speak right, Boys Town, Louisiana. Um, I don't know if there's a separation there, but if you can get in touch with Boys Town, Louisiana, if people want to help out, that's, you know, that's a big help. There'll be some links in the description of the podcast if you need to do so as well. Uh, Luke, it's been ace to chat to you. Uh, long live the whole. Want to see you back in a second season of Heels. Be livid if I yes. don't. And, uh, Me too, baby. Me too. Let's, I, let's hope, let's hope we get picked up. Because this house can't go three months without me screaming at my TV. That's Luke. I know him. <laughs> I need that all the time in my house, Luke. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's hope for season two, man. Let's hope for season two. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Mm-hmm.